0: this is Andrew WK and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast
1: hello I am MacArthur (laughs) and I am the answer to the question is Pepsi okay when your waiter comes to the table but you really wanted coke
0: (laughs) and I'm the forgotten son of Will Smith Noelle Cummings and you're listening to the alternative universe version of Freaky Geeks where it's Mac and I instead of Shane and I
1: yes Shane is indisposed in new york at skanks fest a comedy festival
0: that you tried to get on
1: uh i don't want to talk about it but yeah i submitted (laughs) and i did not get in apparently i'm not funny enough (laughs) but what are you gonna do
0: um what are you gonna do you're gonna listen to this episode and find out why you are funny and why you're also sad and um why you have the worst tinder profile on tinder
1: Eh, there are worse Tinder profiles mm. Mine is average
0: No, it's below
1: average Well, we're, we changed that
0: Yeah, we're going to And we might even let Is this not uh, No, it's gone Okay <laughs> We might even let the Riggy Geeks group um, All you fucking assholes Get a chance to edit Max's profile And I think the best version of it Will go live and see how many matches you get
1: Yes, I'm very into tattoos But not into piercings Go figure Really? Yeah Huh. And if you want a tattoo...
0: <laughs> yeah. Where,
1: where would I go to find people with tattoos?
0: Well, to find people who have tattoos and will tattoo Because I you, have zero tattoos. Go to Black Salt on 930 South Main Street. Oh, yeah. Get tattooed by Will or Casey or any of the front of house people. Um, they You may have seen it go somewhere online, Reddit, Facebook, whatever. But the news was there interviewing them because the... Beautiful realistic portrait of LeBron James crying was done there by one of their front house guys. That's
1: called going viral.
0: Going viral, sure, whatever. It's a meme. I don't like the term "going viral" because it makes me think of like um, a venereal disease. Ew. Do you not get that too? Going no, viral.
1: I like the internet term more.
0: Okay, sure. I mean, yeah. It but feels we could say that say. their
1: tattoos have strong meme potential. They do. They're with it.
0: I, I mean, I have Henry Zebrowski tattooed on me, and I i'm waiting for people to meme that like i
1: thought i saw that online he retweeted it he did so there you go
0: and then but then everyone on the group talked shit about me about how i'm so fucking thirsty for him and i'm not i just think he's great and i don't care about my skin so go ahead put his face on it
1: but if you and henry were like hanging out Mm -hmm. on a desert island Mm -hmm. you didn't know if you were gonna get off Mm -hmm. well would you get off (laughs) like what would what happened
0: nothing i am not attracted to him at all i think we need to cut this out no it's fine i'm
1: i apologize henry Zabrowski, if you're listening i i'd fuck you if you were on a desert island
0: at this point max fucking anyone though Um,
1: yes you find that (laughs) out but
0: yeah so um enjoy this weird episode where mac is on it and we get weirdly personal and also not at the same time we vaguely talk shit about people but hey what did you expect Um, Also, Shane and I will be in L.A. with our significant others um, from Tuesday to next Sunday. You potentially could be getting another little episode if Mac wants to play games with us and help us edit some shit. Or you could just be getting a little clip on the private group of us at Disneyland. Who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll figure it out. Well, something will happen. I'm the
1: brains behind this operation.
0: Yeah, you find that out in this episode as well. Right. Um So thanks for listening to Freaky Geeks. Um, enjoy this. Shout us out, I guess, online, whatever, talk shit, post memes, hail Follow,
1: follow Noel.
0: If they're not following me, why are they listening?
1: I only said that so they could follow me on Facebook. Okay. Please Follow add me. Mac
0: on... What's your Facebook?
1: I'm MacArthur, M-A-C-A-R-T-H-U-R. And then on Twitter, D-O-C-T-O-R, M-A-C-A-R-T-H-U-R, Dr. MacArthur. Pretty much... Those are the only two things I'm on.
0: I thought you got Instagram, though.
1: I am on Instagram. You can find me. I don't post. Yeah, his Twitter
0: is where it's at. And then apparently you have a website, too. What's that? Oh,
1: yeah. MacArthurComedy.com. I think that domain expires in the next seven days. So I need to get up on that. And
0: And then you're doing um, Dungeons & Comedy.
1: Oh, yeah. Dungeons & Comedy. This, uh, let's see, what? June 29th, 8 p.m. at the Beehive Social Club. Always fun time if you're... I think the Freaky Geeks people like, the Dungeons & Comedy. Yeah,
0: a few of our listeners were able to come when we did it, so they should definitely come, because who was on that with you? Uh,
1: Jesse Rothenberg, he's a funny guy, I know. Let's see, Amara Ames is headlining, apparently. She's one of the funniest comics. We talked yeah. about her a little bit. Yeah, locally. I agree. Matt Foster, uh, some loser named MacArthur. Mm-hmm. I always dress up when I'm on these. Yeah. I try to get into it. Like I know enough about D&D. And enough about comedy. Where I'm like that perfect middle ground, but I, not an expert in either.
0: But I am upset that we're going to be missing you dressing up for this. So, um, and where is that at? Beehive Social Club.
1: Beehive Social Club. That is on six 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 South State Street in Salt Lake. Cool. Interesting number.
0: Why is that interesting?
1: Uh, I don't know. Isn't that like the devil's number, <laughs> Lucifer? Yeah, sure. There yeah. you go. I'm not. I don't know too much about Satanism. I grew up LDS.
0: Yeah. Which is, I mean, my heart breaks for you, but sure.
1: That's how you, hey, you get me though.
0: Yeah. We, we talk are. about that. Yeah, we do. So, um, check Mac out at Dungeons and Comedy. Do you got anything else?
1: Uh, yeah, you'll see me plugging shows. I do comedy with Shane. I'm around. I'm yeah. about. And with that, hail Santa.
0: Hail Satan. shane and i almost want her to be
1: wait say that again
0: (laughs) (laughs) no are you you can't just record without telling me
1: this is my style this is how i started podcasting i've had two before and they both failed
0: okay why
1: well the first one was because uh i didn't have complete control over it and i wanted I started a podcast with one of my comedy rivals at the time. Also, it was like a year into doing stand up, so it was really.
0: You were not funny.
1: I mean, I still am not funny, but.
0: Who's <laughs> your comedy rival? Wait, hold on. No, I have had
1: a few, and I, I feel like they're not around anymore. and so I'm alive
0: the lo- or not around in your circle? Are they dead? What do you mean they're not around?
1: Sure. <laughs> uh, no, they don't do stand up anymore. Okay. And.
0: What are the names of those podcasts? Are they still around online somewhere?
1: Um, I can't even remember.
0: Oh, they must have been so interesting.
1: No, the first one was, so it started with my uh, comedy rival, and she...
0: She? We're getting somewhere?
1: And she had to bring someone else because we didn't get along, so there would like be a mediator, but it didn't go well, and it wasn't good. What? Yeah, it, I wanted us to butt heads, and it was just a first podcast. You know how your first podcast ever goes, it sucks, no one listens to it.
0: Yeah, like this one.
1: Oh. Uh. <laughs> and so I did that one and it failed and I feel like I'm I am the the loser because I'm still doing stand up and they all got out of it and I don't see people anymore and they're happier and skinnier and better. What? <laughs> their lives. That once you stop doing stand up, it's uh, I think once your life is happy you stop doing stand up. Really? There's people I am i don't want to say his name, Jordan Macon, but he's getting married. Congratulations to Jordan. I want to give a shout out and I haven't seen him for like a month or two.
0: Well, I mean, your definition of happiness is white picket fence married with kids. You've said Who that. Who told you that?
1: You've said it. When did I say that?
0: I don't even, when we were getting Mexican food and Tyler kept being awkward to the waitress and you were talking uh, about yeah, how you need to be you, way
1: more specific.
0: All you want to do is get a girl pregnant and marry her. That's all you want to do.
1: I think I say my my specific dream is a fat German mother in my white picket fence in the middle of I don't know where's a good where's a good Midwestern town to settle down?
0: I don't I don't know. Why would I know Let's the go Midwest? With Minnesota. Minnesota, sure. Why not Iowa? Yeah. Kansas. Is that real though, or are you just saying that?
1: I mean, I don't know. I don't have any real dreams. <laughs> I might as well stick with the American one until I get my own. <laughs> so my first podcast failed. Uh-huh. And then uh, I started a second one, which was actually really fun, which I would like to start again. It was called The Barcast. And I don't know if you... Yeah, I you...
0: remember you and Shane vaguely telling me about it, but keep... tell me again.
1: The Barcast was me and some other local comics. Uh, I think it was Tanner Nicholson, uh, Aaron Orlovitz, Sam Poulter, and myself. How did so... that not
0: work? It sounds amazing.
1: Well, it did work. It was really weird with four of us, and we would b- haul all of this podcast equipment, everything you see in that box. This is all my podcast equipment, by the way, yeah. for the Freaky Geeks fans.
0: <laughs> little Shane insider. is our, or not Shane, Uh, Mac is our silent sponsor. I You're like a silent partner.
1: Angel investor. Sure. And that's I taught Shane what little podcast knowledge I knew from mm-hmm. my two failed ones, and then he took off from there and learned way more about it. Like I didn't. Yeah, that's what happens when you out, uh,
0: when you don't sleep. You can just stay online and watch YouTube videos about how to edit shit and what the fuck ever.
1: Yeah, let's start a podcast. It's pretty easy. If me and Shane can do it, why can't you? <laughs>
0: you know, I don't mean to throw shade, but man, fucking everyone's starting a podcast right now.
1: Yeah, unless you have a really good idea. What
0: or do like you mean? I can't just recycle the same idea that's been used a thousand times.
1: I mean, unless you have like a specific fan base, I, I, I've I been trying to get, come up with a good one. I don't have any ideas.
0: Well, no, I like the bar cast. Like, why yeah. did that go wrong?
1: It um, it was probably because all this gear is mine. I take 100% blame because I was the one with all the gear. I was editing it and then uh, I had to, it was just conflicting with my schedule, staying out late and then Absolutely. having to work.
0: Yeah, because you were getting shit faced, right?
1: No, I wasn't.
0: Everyone uh, else was.
1: There, there were nights where we would, and it, that's what I think the appeal was, because we'd have all this podcast equipment sitting at uh, the bar. We were doing it at Johnny's on 2nd. Oh, fuck. And it, people would start sitting down, like just random bar flies, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, what are you doing? And my back to my whole thing is I like podcasting and chaos. I don't care about editing. Sure, I'm. That's where I thrive.
0: If is you when, think we edit this podcast, you're you've got I a mean, little surprise coming to you because we fucking don't.
1: You've already made me restart twice.
0: Well, yeah, that's because I was talking shit. You yeah, <laughs> that was. An,
1: I think that was another point of contention in all my podcasts is people would talk shit about local people, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. They're nobody's. It, nobody <laughs> knows who we're talking about, and sure. then I had to go back and cut stuff out, and that was like that takes time. It does. So if you're going to talk shit. Be sure you're either cool with what you're saying, or like stand by your stand by your shit talking, or spend the extra thirty minutes to an hour to how long it takes you to edit a podcast. Yeah, start well, a podcast. You, why don't you start
0: huh. that shit up again?
1: What shit the, the beercast? I, I need to figure out the casts. That might that sounds a little better than was bar that cast. not what it was called? It was called Tuesday Night Barcast. I wonder if you can find any of them online. Oh, mine. I don't know. It's
0: well here you go don't do it on fucking tuesdays
1: that was a problem
0: do it on a friday night or a saturday night but then
1: your friday and saturday nights are always filled with comedy shows and other conflicting things and that would be utter chaos when's the last time you did
0: a comedy show me that wasn't like the ones on thursday night
1: oh are you talking trash on just the thursday night (laughs) shows because i got i did one last thursday i think i have one this upcoming thursday uh, and then there might be one the next Thursday. But
0: are your Fridays taken up with comedy?
1: Um, sometimes. Well, this very is very rarely. A, this is a
0: fun thing. You, I mean, I don't want to say everyone knows, but a majority of the people we hang out with know that you are kind of the black sheep in the local comedy scene. Why is that? You don't. You don't know that? No, I, I know
1: that. But why do they know that?
0: Why do they know that? I don't.
1: Who's I been telling? Who's been spreading rumors? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's um, I don't because you're not really dirty. Like I've seen you do stand up a few times. You're not really. Dirty. I don't swear. You on don't stage, swear, which but is you, a conscious decision. But your material is just as harsh as saying "fuck, fuck, fuck, cunt, 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 cunt." Like, no. Yes.
1: It's more. It's more. Uh. It's more subtle, I guess. I don't know. Subtle. I more, don't
0: think it's subtle at all.
1: It isn't I watched subtle. A, a crowd
0: turn on you. The crowd of five people turn on you because you you did a rape joke. Which time? <laughs> it was for a local podcast is a live show at um the same place where they record uh radio from hell like that little downtown bar
1: i don't even remember that at all that
0: was the first time i saw you perform you're wearing your cult member oh, shirt.
1: oh yeah that was like a 12 a.m like a lunch show too yep, that
0: was and there yep
1: and i i do have a joke about my rape jokes and swearing where i say I don't like to swear in my act mm-hmm. because I want children to enjoy my rape
0: jokes. <laughs> oh my god. See? I mean, there you go. There's my philosophy. It's a little heavy. It's a little heavy. It is.
1: Heavy. Uh I don't know. Is there like Shane has his whole he's the face tattoo comic. Can I be the the clean and dark comic? Is that
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think um and Shane has a lot of jokes that are like to like the niche community of like geeky people are nerds and then like you know the alternative crowds where he has stories about like gangs and whatever. Yeah, but
1: anyone can enjoy those.
0: Exactly. He's and you, bringing
1: people to his yeah he's bringing normal people into his life yeah. where I'm pushing everyone out
0: constantly. That's the difference. That's why you're the black sheep. That's a perfect example. That's a great summary. He brings people in by giving them a glimpse into his life, and they think it's funny, and he's very self-deprecating, so it's amazing. You are like, how can I offend everyone in this room within 10 seconds while not saying a single cuss word?
1: I mean, I'm not trying to offend. It's just... (laughs) <laughs> how i that's just how i tell jokes i don't know why where
0: did that humor come from what trauma happened to you
1: i don't know i don't have a lot of trauma which i've is really weird
0: is that it's it like reverse because you don't have any trauma that makes you funny in that sad way you have to like get mad about that and then turn that into I, your
1: yeah i don't like have. Uh, i don't i can't pinpoint a single point in my life that i'm like oh that was the worst thing to ever happen to me it's just been like pretty pretty boring i have a pretty average boring childhood grew <laughs> up in a trailer park went yeah? to high school that's about it
0: i mean i mean i living in a trailer park can be rough unless it was like a nice trailer park
1: the i don't know if shane's talked about and we're bringing him him up a lot because i'm substituting him on this podcast yeah. we'll probably tell, talk about that in the intro
0: yeah i'll have but to look shit up and talk about it
1: no we we uh Compared to Shane's trailer park stories, I grew up in the Ritz of trailer. <laughs> I actually grew up in a trailer park. Yeah, he grew up in a trailer in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, right here. Yeah, a little bit. But no, I don't. I don't know. I don't have any. I don't know why I do that. I think it was just what I was raised with. Like I'm a big fan of su- the Simpsons, which is pretty subversive. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe it's uh. All the stuff I've come really big into, like, 90s, all the MTV cartoons mm-hmm. that were really, like... They're kind of, kind of pushing the boundary.
0: Like what? What are your favorite 90s cartoons besides The Simpsons? Uh,
1: Ren and Stimpy. Of course. Probably. Uh, Mission Hill is one that's slept on.
0: Yeah, I don't even...
1: Mission Hill, I think two of the creators of The Simpsons... Yeah. Went off and created a one-season show uh, called Mission Hill. It's about, like, Brooklyn... What was the... Remember how Williamsburg was like the hip, cool area? Yeah. This is like five, ten years before Williamsburg. It was a hipster show mm-hmm. about being a being like a twenty to thirty year old loser with no money, living in the city.
0: So it resonated with you.
1: It resonates with probably everyone. Yeah, it's true. Right now, <laughs> but this is like way fifteen years ago. This show. Um, what are some other my favorite shows? I don't know. I watch too much nineties TV. Yeah. I like weird shit like Aeon Flux and the the Max. I love
0: Aeon Flux and the Max. Did you see my Max cosplay?
1: Yes. Thank you. I think uh, I did. No, <laughs> I don't have anything to say. I I recognized. No it. one
0: recognized it. There was one person in that whole entire con, and it was an artist who had the Max art, like he was doing his own versions of it. And I was so upset that he was the only person who recognized us. I love the Max. It's
1: pretty niche. So when is I, it though? Yeah, I've never met a lot of people. Well, how about did you even? The Max played alongside of the the giant head, the big giant head. Yes, Do you remember the big that? giant head. Yes. So there you go. That was if you want to see some weird television. Yeah, I can recommend you old. The
0: weird Max 90s TV. came on right after Eon Flux, and I was really into back when it was WWF still. So I would watch WWF wrestling, and then I would change to MTV and watch Eon Flux, and then the Max would come on after it. and i think that's why i melted my brain watching those shows yeah those are
1: weird like you can't even get anything that weird anymore
0: yeah the simpsons is so fucking topical in comparison to those weird ass 90s cartoons but i mean i guess sure that'll make you a little melancholy all the time
1: why do you think that because you are melancholy why would those cartoons
0: because they're fucked up like the max in particular it's like all a fucking psychotic episode of a crazy person trying to deal with i don't know a tortured animal in underneath their bed dying slowly
1: oh yeah maybe i should when did that come out it looks like it came out
0: i'm gonna say 93 oh so
1: me being six to eight years Mm -hmm. old watching that maybe i got a little bit of that i don't know a lot of the, uh, yeah, I'm I'm stu- I'm st- stuck in the '90s. All the TV shows. Well,
0: now that's hip and cool and in. So, are you gonna hate it now?
1: No, I don't hate it. That's <laughs> all I have. It's my last bastion of safety. It's my safety blanket. Yeah. I don't. Know, I can't hate that.
0: Well, like, now like the night because I feel like you always make fun of hipsters and like you always make fun of like uh, what do you say to Shane all the time? Uh, I don't have to tattoo a personality on myself.
1: I mean. I don't think I've said that directly. Now you're projecting.
0: <laughs> no, you fucking have. You have, I swear. Uh, or you've let it slip and didn't even realize it. But anyway, you make fun of like this kind of like nuanced hipster culture, but now it's turning into people m- just recreating the 90s. Jenkos are fucking back. People are yeah. wearing the fucking Pizza Hut 50 Cent Chokers, and you can go to Forever 21 and buy 90s paraphernalia.
1: I think that's just a whole thing of... We live in like a really almost irony is dead now. Sure. And so everyone just wears whatever they want and it's kind of cool. Like almost everything is in fashion. It's very rare that you, I don't know. And I'm the last person to talk about this because I dress like, I think I dress like a clean homeless person.
0: I would say. Or a sad dad.
1: A sad dad? Yeah.
0: Like wants to divorce his wife, hates all his kids, had to sell his dreams up a while I'm ago.
1: Already at that point in my life <laughs> and I haven't even gotten married yet. <laughs> haven't met my German wife and had my 2.5 children in my white picket fence.
0: 2.5?
1: That's the average, I think, right?
0: That's... A sure. I don't know.
1: I don't care about kids. I don't know. What is the average amount?
0: How do they get 0.5? Is it just like a, a kid in a wheelchair? Because, What's that um,
1: from? I mean... Maybe. Uh, there's a Farside comic that has two and a half kids and one of the kids is split right down the middle. <laughs> Farside is another, yes. th- is probably a big influencer of my young comedy.
0: Well, here you, here you go. Before we even decided that we were going to record this and me interviewing you, you were like, I don't know what I'm going to say because I'm not freaky and I'm not geeky. And yet here you are contradicting yourself.
1: No, oh, yeah. I'm the biggest contradiction. I just say bullshit all the time. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the part of when I started comedy. was I was just I don't tell real jokes about myself. Like Shane's always telling stories from Yeah, he's
0: he'll trip up on saying the like actual name of the person. Yeah.
1: And mine are all like none of my anything I say on stage is not true. Yeah. Nothing. I can't think of a single joke that is actual real life event from me. Yeah. Because I think uh, I even have. If uh, I do a long enough set, I'll start contradicting myself too, and like, uh, wait, is he gay? Is he? Mm-hmm. Is his dad in jail? Does he actually hate Mexicans? Mm-hmm. Like, you'll start being like, none of this. It, they're all just jokes. Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: But I feel like you don't like put on a personality when you when you do comedy. You're still yourself. You're just m- making up stories to tell.
1: Well, that that's good, right? Yeah, I think so. Don't you hate when... Uh, it's so gross when you like see someone on stage and then off stage they're... A different person. Completely different. Yeah. Like, it's not the worst, but sometimes you're a little disappointed.
0: Absolutely. Never like, meet your heroes because that's what's going to happen to you. You're going to be absolutely heartbroken when you find out they're a fucking asshole.
1: Unless I'm your hero because I'm exactly the same. You are. Me and Shane.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's what you see is what you get. And that's a sad, depressed boy who lives in a basement apartment.
1: Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to move someday. Whatever.
0: <laughs> oh Yeah, my if you want to, if
1: you want to rent out a basement, hit me up. Oh uh, my, I'm no. on Twitter. Dr. MacArthur, <laughs> D-O-C-T-O-R-M-A-C-A-R-T-H-U-R. I
0: like you being close to these guys. How did you even meet Shane? Was it through comedy?
1: Oh uh, yeah, we are comedy best friends.
0: But not best friends in real life, just through comedy. No, I
1: think we're best friends <laughs> in real life now because... Comedy is our lives. Mm-hmm. How douchey does that sound?
0: That's the douchiest thing you've ever said.
1: Mm, I've said douchier things. Mm-hmm. I uh, No, so um, I think it was like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. We're I was at an open mic. I've been doing open mics at Wise Guys for probably six months to a year. Mm-hmm. So I'm a year in. And one day, Shane shows up. And I don't even know what his first stand-up was like. It was probably exactly the same. <laughs> just
0: he says his first time doing open mic was uh like a life contemplating moment. It was all garbage bullshit, and he thought things were funny, but no one liked it at all.
1: I think that's everyone's first time. Everyone who's gonna get better. There's mm-hmm. people who kill it their first time and never get better.
0: That sucks.
1: I feel like um no, but that, so I saw him, and I was just like, oh, that guy has a bunch of face tattoo. Like everyone who yeah. sees him, yeah, sure. And then uh I was sitting on my porch drinking a beer which is something i've never done and still haven't ever done since (laughs) and i see him running across the street and he was late to work and he happened to live where he lived where i lived was in between his house and his work Mm -hmm. and i was just like hey that's that guy from last night at open mic and he was like oh hey Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: then i started talking to him and then we just became friends and then he
0: didn't go to work and he sat there and talked to you
1: did he? I don't know. No, I so think he went to work. Like I just, just said, said I just said hi and then oh, talked okay. to him again. Oh, okay. That was the icebreaker, me seeing him running and mm-hmm. me drinking a beer yeah. on some summer day. And so we met and we hang out. I don't know why we get along.
0: I know. You guys are so opposite of each other. It weirds me out because Shane is um, straight edge and married and uh, a deviant garbage person. And you are... None of those things.
1: I mean, I'm a garbage person. I don't think you are. No? Mm -mm. I feel like garbage. I think
0: you try to be garbage, but it's because you're really nice.
1: I get that a lot. I've gotten that. It's
0: fucking clear as day.
1: What do you mean? I try to be garbage. That
0: you try to be garbage because you're actually a really nice person. It's like you do a nice thing and then you have to like throw in a comment to be to like offset what you just did.
1: Why do you think people do that?
0: I don't know why because they don't want to seem soft they want to seem edgy am
1: i soft and edgy i get called these things all the time and they only hurt my feelings a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i don't know uh uh sure i'm nice i guess not to the people i've made cry
0: how many people have you made cry
1: in stand-up maybe one or two how just by being mean to them telling them they're bad
0: Why are you so mean to everyone in stand up?
1: I'm not, I'm coming off of it. I used to be very protective, and I think it's a protective of what? Stand up. You, uh, I don't know, you get, like I said, I used to have rivals, and
0: but you also said that your rivals are constantly changing
1: yeah new people will show up and i'll be mean to them
0: new people come into the comedy scene they're shitting their pants because they're like this is my first open mic i'm so nervous but this is something i want to do i took all this time writing these jokes and then they do a set almost having a heart attack and then you walk up and you're like go fucking kill yourself you're horrible
1: not usually it's mostly the attitude some people come out with. it's what uh, if it's a
0: defense mechanism of them trying not to be vulnerable what
1: if mine's a defense mechanism
0: Maybe you should see someone, like a therapist.
1: I thought that's what this was. <laughs> when do we start recording?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. But have you actually, ser- like, seriously, have you gone up to someone and been like, you stop? Like, what do you Yeah, even-
1: I've told people to, like, stop before. It's, um... I think it's people who... There's comics who will show up, like, every six months and mm-hmm. think they deserve, like the red carpet rollout that sure. they're the bee's knees and everything mm-hmm. and then uh to me i'm like hey i've been here every week mm-hmm. for years yeah
0: busting my fucking balls like
1: who do you think you are and yeah. i see both sides of it like, yeah i'm i should be better than i am for the amount of time i put into it and <laughs> but then my side is like who do you think you are and I, i don't know like being what is the what is the word the uh, being entitled? Sure, there's an entitlement on both sides, mm-hmm. and I think I'm starting to realize like I need to be less of my entitled. Like mm, I'm a gatekeeper, but <laughs> like,
0: hey, you recognize it.
1: I recognize it. I mean, that's a. It step. is also very fun being mean to. Like, there's stand up attracts. There's this. There's literally no barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. It's almost like podcasting. Podcasting, you got to spend like a hundred bucks. Yeah, sure. So and homeless people in. can't podcast. No. just yet homeless people can wander off the street and start uh, yelling, jokes. assaulting people. Uh, I I say assaulting like the psyche of a hundred people. Like you're <laughs> you're magnifying their weird brain energy, <laughs> and it's sometimes those are the people I yell at, where it's just like you need to not come back.
0: That's that's fair, though. Someone has to do that.
1: Yeah, and I've been criticized for it. Like, I've also been told, like, those people are paying customers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Those people will... And most people do get better, and I don't know, so...
0: Maybe it's because of you they get better, because they had someone telling them, go fuck yourself.
1: That's how I got better, and uh, I've had... Uh, there's two specific... There's, like, two or three specific people I could name that were really awful to me, mm-hmm. and I just plowed through for six months, and until uh just got better that way. So, I don't know. It's just a hazing thing that sure. passes down, and then I get tired of it, and mm-hmm. whoever I was mean to will probably do it to the next people. Yeah. And, and it's comedy. That's sad. It is.
0: One of our mutual friends posted on Twitter, Um, I think Mac is the funniest person in Utah, but everyone hates him, so oh well. And I thought that was the most accurate I felt thing I've ever See? <laughs> And then you replied with like a Kanye, like Kanye West just throwing his arms up in there being like, well...
1: Yeah, Kanye that- at the, what was it, the VMA yeah, or whatever. Yeah, after walking
0: on stage with Taylor Swift, right?
1: Yeah, giving him the shrug. Like, yeah, like what the... Do you- no. Yeah, that's... I kind of... I feel like I'm a little bit like that.
0: Because you are like... You came to the AVNs with us, with Shane and I and our oh, other yeah. friend, Rachel. And you are situationally one of the funniest people i've ever met
1: what does that mean
0: and you it's almost like improv but to any situation that we got into or even like just a moment you were able to capitalize on it and say something that was funny and relevant and it didn't seem forced it was just naturally a funny thing to say
1: Uh, all right yeah i don't know where that comes from should i keep doing stand-up i don't know (laughs) like i think so there's there's my calling how terrible of a curse
0: <laughs> well it's like i think you should try to sprinkle in some of some of like your real experiences because the funniest you've ever been is when you're commenting on shit as it's happening and i bet if you were to retake that story polish it up a bit and throw it into a stand-up you would see yourself skyrocket
1: yeah i should probably work on stand-up i'd probably be <laughs> uh i wouldn't have let shane pass me up <laughs> Is so much better at it. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the I'm trying to think of any specific examples during the AVNs.
0: Um, the Mandalay Bandits.
1: Oh yeah, that guy. That wasn't funny though. (laughs) That That was was just him that was him testing me. That was and then me asserting myself and not being walked over.
0: It was I mean
1: If you don't remember fans of the (laughs) podcast, tune into the AVN episode. How many episodes ago was that? Fuck, dude, I don't know. Fifteen.
0: That was when was that? When did we go to that? That was in January, right?
1: I have no idea. I don't know. I don't remember what happened last week. I have real memory problems.
0: <sighs> what's that from? Smoking weed from an aluminum soda can?
1: Can you get that? Is that? Yeah. A, does the aluminum... I know aluminum will cause like Alzheimer's if you breathe it in.
0: Yeah, dude, that's what's happening and to me.
1: I work at a machine shop, so a lot of aluminum particles yeah. probably in me. No, I think it's from when I fell down the uh, flight of stairs when I was like two.
0: Oh, that'll do it too. That'll so. also make you a serial killer. So maybe watch out for that one.
1: Really? Yeah. How do you know if you're a serial killer?
0: Uh, I fuck, dude. I wish I had it. There's like seven signs that all serial killers share. The biggest one is um traumatic brain injury at a young age. Okay,
1: got that one. And then Check. um bedwetting. Nope, I don't have that one. See, you're out. What? You can be <laughs> out after two.
0: I think those are the two main ones that like most people experience i know a lot of stand um some sort of sexual trauma like rape or
1: (laughs) i don't have any of that no i don't know why you're laughing but hey look we got the the cat let's get the cat on the microphone vomiting hair i
0: knew you were gonna do (laughs) i knew you were gonna do that (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah this cat has what <laughs> asthma or something
0: the only people who are gonna find that funny is you and me oh my! Oh yeah God.
1: should we re- during the chain wanted me to not ruin the podcast
0: oh yeah you should tell everyone that before we even get i wrote down a few questions i might ask you um but before we even get into that Um, so Shane, we are probably, you've already talked about this in the intro. He's in New York right now doing Skank Fest, which is a comedy festival.
1: Yeah, I uh, submitted to that. I didn't get in.
0: Well, you know, we talked about this. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, so rather than pull our hair out, trying to quickly do an episode with three hours before he had to fly out, he's like, just do an episode with Mac. And the moment he said that to me, I was like, Oh, he's like that desperate. He's gonna let yeah. Matt come on here.
1: I thought me? the same thing. Like, how am I? How did he ask anyone else? I can't be number two.
0: <laughs> I was okay. This might we might get in trouble for saying this, but I don't care.
1: We can we can edit it out. No, and it's fine. Edited.
0: No, leave it. Leave okay. it i i told him i was like just bring erica on just do an episode with erica and you guys can talk like uh, well i also know this is why that's it's like who you,
1: your replacement is
0: yeah right <laughs> that's what i think i was like just bring her on and but he didn't even respond to me he was just like max gonna do it with you oh and i was like okay i don't even know if he had asked you i think he just assumed you would
1: i think i might have suggested it to him too because yeah. i'm like hey what not uh, i am a fan of the podcasts, although I don't interact too much.
0: Yeah, what the fuck, you little bitch!
1: I don't, I don't have anything to say in the group or any. You,
0: you have know. funny memes. You have spicy memes. What are you doing?
1: Uh they're they're not that spicy. They're all the, uh, I don't know, memes. This is. Well, yeah, sure. The conversation's I, dying when it talks about memes. I know, right?
0: You, <laughs> we'll read these fucking Texans, just Oh yeah,
1: so Shane. Um. So it, out of nowhere, do you want to read his parts and I'll read mine?
0: Fuck no, you just matter. read them both. Do a different voice. Come on, act a little bit. So it's confirmed, collab with Noel. You and you are filling in for me.
1: Is that a good Shane voice? That's a
0: horrible Shane voice. I can't do voices. Just plug your nose and read Shane.
1: Uh, I already did. That, the, and I'm you? like, yeah, I'll discuss with Noel the details and then he goes please no weird ethereal pseudo jackson level performance ideas be yourself and just be funny you're funnier than any gimmick or weird thing the podcast is my baby
0: <laughs> and when he's ta- when he's saying uh jackson like thing is he talking about jackson banks
1: yeah which i don't what's know what's that reference about uh, jackson's a very good performer mm, okay. he's very weird and performs on stage some i don't Magic? know what i No just he uh, acts out his bits very well. I don't know, and I'm like that. I can't do that. I'm not acting. Look how boring I am right now.
0: I like it. I like you. Oh, I was excited for this. I was like, hell yeah, bring Mac on. And I'm so glad you're you're um not getting weird.
1: How would I get weird?
0: Because I've heard, I've listened to another podcast you're on, and things got a little weird. But I also found out that you were on um, psychotropic drugs.
1: Were d- psychotropic or yeah. psychedelic? S-
0: psychotropic, right? You were doing like a Should we talk acid? about that? Sure. Yeah, let's talk about that. All right. You're not straight edge. You do drugs?
1: Uh, allegedly. Yeah, I've done drugs. They've uh, there was a podcast episode. I should just name it. do it. Why not? Don't. Does people want to I'll link it to I'll link to it on my website. Don't. <laughs> Why?
0: Don't. All right. Okay. Anyway, you were a on a podcast, podcast and you drama. were on drugs. What were you on? I heard you well, on Well,
1: it it happens before that. Uh okay. one day I was on, uh, I just decided to take some acid. It's a very fun drug. Mm-hmm. If you have never tried it before, don't do it first. Do mushrooms first and then do acid because mm-hmm. acid is more...
0: Acid will melt your brain.
1: It kind of does, and uh, but it's like you're more on your own. It doesn't feel as fun as mushrooms. Sure. But I like feeling... Alone? Not alone, but like... It's like it does, mushrooms will hold your hand mm-hmm. while you're tripping. Acid is just like, here you go. Have fun.
0: Off the edge.
1: Yeah. So I take it and then uh, about right when it's starting to kick in, I get a call from this other local podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you still doing the podcast today? And it's a movie podcast. And I'm like, oh, yeah, why not? I'm only on one hit of acid. I mm-hmm. can do it. Sure. And so I had to watch uh, Basic Instinct.
0: What the fuck's that about?
1: That is... Who is that? That's the... Uh, Why,
0: I want to say Tom Cruise, but I think that's wrong. No,
1: that's Martin Sheen.
0: Martin Sheen.
1: Martin Sheen. Okay. And um, that really hot lady.
0: That... Thank you. What's I know her name? Exactly. I'm really
1: bad with names.
0: I don't blame you. Was it a 90s movie?
1: E, maybe like early 2000s. And so I have to watch this movie for the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. And, and you have to
0: like be funny and have commentary about it and talk about it.
1: I mean, I don't have to be funny. I, I mean, don't. is that's that my kinda, job? Yeah. It's expected. Sharon fucking- Stone. Sharon Stone. And so that's the movie. I don't know if you know that with the infamous scene where she is being interviewed by the cops, opens her legs, reveals her bush and then closes her legs again. No, oh, I've never
0: yeah. seen the movie.
1: That's like, it's a, it's a very popular scene. It's about serial killers. So I'm watching all that. It's, it's a very sweaty, sexual, serial killer, mm-hmm. Martin Sheen, Sharon Stone. I feel like
0: on acid, mixing sexuality and serial <laughs> killers is a bad call, too.
1: No, I really like the movie.
0: On acid, yeah, you liked it? I
1: loved it. Okay. And so I had to talk about that, and I was thinking it was Paul Verhoeven was the director, and um, we had to talk about two other movies, which I think was Starship Troopers.
0: Why? Why?
1: Because that's one of my favorite movies ever. Okay. And then the other one was RoboCop. So we're just talking about hyperviolence.
0: Just the... Okay. That's the only thread that goes through all of them is hyperviolence.
1: Yes. And... uh, But Basic Instinct was fresh on my mind. So I go over to his house. We start podcasting. Mm -hmm. And I am swimming on acid. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't... He he was being really weird with his co-host. We haven't named any names, so I can say all that. And... He was like, "Oh, hit it like hitting on her in like the the super nice guy way and being like, I'm here for you. What are your boyfriend?" And so <laughs> we podcast for like an hour and a half talking about these movies and he couldn't like he could tell something was off, but he had no idea. Uh-huh. So, I will link to this podcast on my website. Don't uh anyway. macarthurcomedy.com You go have a website
0: it. for real though? Yeah,
1: I got oh, a website. Shit. Okay. I think it's already linked on there. It's probably if you go back you can figure it out. Fuck. I'm on acid and he couldn't figure it out. I think I was referencing it too.
0: You were like, "I'm on acid right now." I by was, the way. And
1: he didn't get it. Wow. Well, yeah. It was he really funny. So,
0: what is being on acid like for people who don't know? Um like besides being pushed off of a cliff, like are you hallucinating?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of visual hallucinations.
0: Like colors, animals, people, what?
1: Uh, it's nothing like how TV exaggerates it. So there's
0: no t- couch talking to you.
1: That depends on how much you do.
0: Sure. Okay. So you, you took one hit. So that's, that's,
1: that's, that's where like trees and the sky start like being wavy. And it's being kind of like, like
0: a Grateful Dead-ish, like a, color. A little,
1: all the colors are more vibrant. Mm-hmm. You feel, you, you uh. Trees will start looking more really fractally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you'll start noticing patterns where there aren't really patterns, mm-hmm. just a bunch of fractal patterns. Everywhere. It's like
0: low key schizophrenia. Like that's like kind of the mind of a schizophrenic.
1: Is that how schizophrenia feels?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I know uh, the, the I there's papers that uh, say both sides, but like there's
0: levels of it. But that's a type of schizophrenia is seeing patterns and things that Ooh, don't have patterns.
1: Neat. I did not know that. They're yeah. saying uh, psychedelic drugs can unlock like if you are predisposed to schizophrenia yes so buyer beware don't do uh any hard drugs without researching your family history before yeah so if you have like any history of schizophrenia don't do don't
0: you will trigger it and all of a sudden you're naked on the side of the freeway Mm. screaming about aliens that happens it does and so You weren't Eh. that though during this interview. You were just being weird. No,
1: I felt like I was talking like Quentin Tarantino, like level of just like going off on, trying to be funny, trying to he and he's not my fan base. Yeah. So it's me making myself laugh on. Yeah. LSD.
0: That was pretty much the summary of it. I listened to part of it and it was uh, too much of a train wreck for me to finish. But it was pretty much just you making yourself laugh and then everyone else being uncomfortable.
1: Well then, give it a listen. <laughs> I don't know, it'll probably be more enter- entertaining than this one. No I thought way. about like maybe that'll be my thing. I'll just do drugs and go on podcasts. Maybe
0: don't. I don't think it's a good idea. But you do you've done mushrooms. You have Uh. you do mic you did microdosing. I was.
1: I you should were. probably start again. How was that? It made me feel really happy.
0: Why aren't you do What made you stop?
1: Uh about like 2 weeks in I felt like it would uh you would you kind of build up a tolerance. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything.
0: Well, then you got to just up your dosage. Well, then you're no longer microdosing. Okay, then I get you where you're going. Gotta,
1: you got to wean yourself off. <laughs> so, I don't know. If you're feeling in the dumps, that's an idea. People are looking into it for depression. I'm not the person to talk about this. I, I don't know.
0: I. But you you think you're depressed. You feel depressed. Yes. And Why not? Sure. It's fair. Sometimes I do. And I agree that microdosing does help you through a depressive episode and it can and it does honestly microdosing so you're not tripping no. you just feel good yes you're just you're it's just, kind of
1: if you take just a little bit enough you it's almost like a mood enhancement almost like ca- when i chug caffeine first thing in the morning yeah sure yeah last longer yeah uh
0: and mushrooms don't come up on drug tests for our listeners
1: fyi
0: <laughs> just saying that um yeah. but you stopped and now you're depressed again.
1: Yeah. Do you think those are related?
0: I think they're very much so related. Are you trying
1: to get me to do drugs again?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: That's, it's weird how I'm in a position of, a lot of my friends are telling me like you should do drugs some more. I'm like, <laughs> should I? I don't like it's coming from like a healthy place. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's not like a, another hit of heroin, man. It's like maybe be happy again. That helps everyone.
1: I'm told heroin makes you happy.
0: You probably shouldn't do heroin. I think
1: heroin would be good for me. No, I think Can you, you m- should get a puppy. Can you microdose heroin?
0: There's no such thing.
1: <laughs> well, I don't I? No not one until is like I'm it. gonna
0: try heroin or meth. You you do meth and heroin and then I've, you're an addict on the street.
1: I've talked sucking to dick for money. I've talked to heroin uh, previous heroin addicts, and I think the what he told me was only two out of three people get addicted to heroin the first time.
0: That sounds like a statistic a heroin addict would make up to tell you.
1: But that seems like a good roll of the dice. <laughs> <laughs> one out of three. You have a one no. in three chance of just never be, like doing it once?
0: There's no way. There's no... No one ever has like, oh my god, this one time I was on heroin and it was super awesome and I met like my favorite celebrity. And I have a,
1: heard those stories. I
0: that's a fucking lie. There's
1: they're very rare. They're like the uh the um the rock stars who live to like 90s, 90 years old. They're like, Yeah, I've done heroin a couple times. The, the some comedians, <sighs> some crazies. I don't
0: think that's real. Uh, yeah, I, but they're also like fucking brushing their teeth with cocaine. So like they don't yeah. have the same you could not just try heroin. You would just I, become a heroin addict. I tried cocaine. How was that?
1: Uh, I was at a party and two of my buddies are like, let's do cocaine. And I'm like, it's expensive. They're like, it's on us. And I'm like, okay. Sure. So I do a line. Everyone does a line. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there I'm like, I don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And then they all are starting to get hyped up, like pitching each other ideas for stuff. And they're like, let's do more. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I do a second line. I still don't feel anything. And they're like, you don't feel anything? And it's getting way hyped up, way crazy. Mm -hmm. The part like people, everyone's having fun. And they're like, do a third line, Mac, do a third. And the guy telling me to do a third line starts getting a bloody nose. I'm like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) Oh, fuck. So there's my cocaine story. But
0: you didn't feel anything. No, I didn't. That was the only time you did it?
1: Yeah, I don't, I, I don't feel anything. It's too expensive to not feel.
0: Yeah, it's and it's not the type of drug that you're like. Let's keep trying until something hits. Yeah, keep throwing it until something sticks to it. Well, that's not that's no. Like
1: everyone's uh, edible story is like, it's an hour in, I don't feel anything. It's two hours in, I don't feel anything. They eat more. It's three hours yeah. in, I'm dying. Yeah. I need to be in the hospital right now. Yep, I am uh, seeing angels. Mm-hmm. I, my dead grandmother visited me. Like,
0: yeah. so.
1: Just if if you're not feeling anything when you're doing drugs,
0: maybe stop. Stop and yeah.
1: reassess. I don't know. Don't don't do too many drugs. That's my advice to children. Don't do too many.
0: Don't just enough though.
1: Maybe maybe a little bit.
0: I think that I I have the opinion and it's very different from Shane. Yeah, I that's think, why we're
1: talking about drugs right now because yeah, Shane isn't you. here. Because he's is not the here. Only time this is all hear the freaky geeks talk about drugs. Yeah,
0: I know there's a few people who listen who are straight edge. And Sorry, like, I know, right? Sorry, guys. They get kind of offended when I like post snaps of me like just absolutely shit faced. Um, but whatever, this is my life, and it's fine because I think that everyone should do a little bit of drugs. I don't think you should do meth or heroin or crack, but I feel like maybe try, try smoking weed, try mushrooms, try a little bit of coke, not a lot, just a little. You know, just give everything a try. Because at the end of the day, we're all future corpses. So why not have a little bit of fun?
1: You can't knock it to try it.
0: Yeah. That's Unless why. you have a super addictive personality. Maybe don't then.
1: Yeah. you. Can get, but I mean, like, I feel like that goes with almost everything, not just drugs, like people who don't like guns. Try shooting them. They feel great.
0: I don't. D- I did. I hate guns. And I went shooting.
1: And you didn't like it.
0: I hated it still.
1: But see, but are you glad you did it?
0: I am very glad I did it. Or it like, did uh, help the anxiety a little bit.
1: All sexual experiences, experiment, like try, try getting weird. If you don't like it, don't do it. But now you know what you like. Let's what the pause
0: there for a second. Why? Sexual experiences. Yeah. What about them? You get uncomfortable
1: when I don't people feel like I get uncomfortable. I, you get
0: uncomfortable when people talk openly about um, their sexual experiences. Why?
1: um define uncomfortable
0: you're like you say things on the lines of i'm kind of a prude yeah you are kind of a prude and you're like well i just why tell everyone that keep it to yourself or things like that you know why is it because you were lds at one point
1: um i think i think i'm still lds technically are you Uh, i mean i haven't got my records removed
0: what are you waiting for or is that your your safety has fallen back to the LDS church to try to get married. No, I
1: just want to be one of those cool Mormons. <laughs> be like, yeah, cool do Mormon. mushrooms, cool Mormon. smoke meth, do comedy. <laughs> oh, no, um, I don't know why it's just not my thing. Like some people like talking about I don't I don't fault anyone for being completely open with it. It's cool, but mm-hmm. it's not it's more devious when you keep it secret. Is it, though? I don't know.
0: I don't think it is but you i don't know i don't know if i'm allowed to say this to your face
1: uh you're going to but it's
0: gonna happen i guess edit it out if you don't want me to but um you are more of a monogamous person
1: oh no we gotta edit this out
0: (laughs) you are more of a monogamous (laughs) person like you in a culture where it's like hookup culture yeah Is that
1: what's hot right now? That
0: is what's been hot for the past few years, and it's only getting worse. It's only become minute by minute. Like You'll be on a Tinder date with someone, and if it's not going well, you're already talking to the next person to move on. Mm. Try to get out of that.
1: Is that why I'm alone? Yes. Is that why I'm miserable?
0: Because you refuse. You refuse to. That's what going back to you being too much of a nice guy, trying to pretend to be edgy. You're a genuine nice person, and you prefer genuine experience over sexual experience. You like to be connected to someone emotionally before you put your dick inside of them. This is
1: just turning into a big old uh, dating ad for me. <laughs> so if <laughs> anyone's listening to this, you want a nice, mean guy, a bitter, nice guy.
0: But it's true. Why?
1: I, um, I have no idea. Everyone keeps... You keep asking me why these things are.
0: Because there has to be a reason.
1: And I, I don't know. Can you blame me growing up, LDS? I've described myself as a fallen Boy Scout. Cause sure. I made it all the way to Eagle Scouts, but then I'm doing all these terrible drugs and comedy, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm on my rum springer ever since I didn't go on my mission.
0: So how many years has it been that you've been on your rum springer?
1: Let's see, uh, nineteen is when I didn't go on my mission, so now I'm twenty-eight, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. almost a decade.
0: Yeah, I mean, when are you gonna realize that you're just not that person? <laughs> when uh, am
1: I gonna go back to church? Maybe that's why I haven't removed my records yet.
0: <laughs> I know Would that's I be why. happy? If, oh, there, if there are
1: any good Mormon girls listening to this podcast, hit me up. Oh my god, I'll take you out.
0: No, I mean he will. <laughs> I mean it's true. But do you regret it? Okay, this regret is my what? this is my thing. Is like, um, some of the things that I've done when I was single could be questionable, and to some people are kind of like that's gross, like three guys in one day. But I'm like, I'd rather say yes to all these things and do this. And not have any regrets later that I didn't take advantage of my youth and my sexuality when I could. No,
1: that's why I'm saying you should try everything. But you're not. No, I've tried some things I've regretted.
0: I mean, but not often. If I was in your position right now... Yes. The door would be revolving. Just in and out, in and out. I mean,
1: it's kind of different for girls and guys.
0: I don't think so. I think if you put yourself out there and... You didn't let your emotions get in the way and you accepted hookup culture for its face value, you would have. (laughs) You would maybe not be so sad. You think it's that? I think it's that.
1: I don't think it is. I think it is. I think I've tried hookup culture and it's made me sadder.
0: I mean, I get that in a way, but it's because you get connected to them and want a relationship and then they don't and you get upset. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) That's (laughs) what happens. (laughs) But. That's that's fair. So I think it's so funny that you're friends with us.
1: Yes, a bunch of deviants.
0: Yeah, and you, I I feel sometimes like you silently judge. Uh,
1: I don't think I judge you guys.
0: A little bit, a little mm,
1: bit. I mean, I hang out with Shane, the most deviant of all of you. Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, if you think I mean,
1: that. I judge him to his face as a joke. It is I'm, true. I'll trash him the most. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just who I am. I'm all messed up.
0: Is it, it's so weird because I want to say, yeah, you are messed up, but it's just because you're a genuine person who wants to have genuine experience with someone before things get sexual. But then I'm like, if you want to experience this hookup culture and what everyone's kind of moving towards and you got to just jump in, you know, you got to just jump the shark about it, but you don't want to. So.
1: So you heard it here. If anyone wants to have a
0: hookup
1: (laughs) uh, and help me out, (laughs) I'll make you laugh.
0: You will. You will
1: that's fair i don't know yeah
0: i'm not trying to talk shit on you but
1: no you're not talking shit on me like oh you're such a nice guy well you know what fuck you uh (laughs) no i'm not
0: i do think a lot of it has to do with you being lds because you like you're saying you almost served a mission i did what stopped you
1: uh i went uh i be- i think i believed the whole time up until i didn't when i just logic my way through it and there's a thing in the lds culture where it's like if you want to know if it's true you got to pray and mm-hmm. i like remember a handful of distinct times where i prayed and got no answer
0: prayed for what understanding the church or understanding a specific thing in your life
1: like to have a revelation that the church is true that's, okay. a, that's the whole joseph smith story of him praying mm-hmm. and being like hey which church is true and then uh Angel showed up and they're like, hey, none of them are true. Uh, start your own. And he's like, okay. And that's the story that, how that starts. Um, then he went and found some plates and translated them
0: mm-hmm.
1: according to the LDS religion. Yeah, so I've heard. That's, uh, so mine is, I was praying and didn't feel anything. And I'm like, well, I guess it's not true. Did
0: you ever feel anything before though? Because I'm assuming you had prayed before.
1: No, I never like felt anything, but it did. when you uh, when It's
0: meditation in a way though. Right I
1: guess it could be
0: and when you meditate, it's supposed to be clearing out the you know minutiae of bullshit, and you're able to focus and figure things out on your own, so I think praying in a way is like meditation, and so if you do it enough to these minuscule things, you're able to find a truth in there, but it's all you always the whole time figuring it out on your own. But when you pray about something so deep as that, that is literally give me a yes or no answer, strike down if you are real and you get nothing.
1: Yeah. And so a lot of things, uh, a lot of, I know, missionaries will go out and some of them say, you don't get your testimony that the church is true until you go out and start teaching people. Mm -hmm. And that just seemed like a weird logic, like a broken logic to me. Like, how can I teach people something I don't know is true? Mm -hmm. And so I didn't go. And then I got my first girlfriend and started going downhill drinking, having downhill. sexual relations,
0: going downhill, doing, just living
1: just sinning, sure, I'm still on that path
0: i don't I think that's just life, now man, you're never going back you don't think I don't think so
1: that's the cool thing about uh Jesus is you can repent and go back
0: can you with the l d s church yeah Oh, I feel like they hold grudges. Like in Catholicism, the, you can just get enough Hail Marys and everything's excused. I feel
1: like the culture here holds grudges. Yes, sure. Yeah. But like the church itself, and that's... Uh, I don't have a problem with the church or anything.
0: Which I find hilarious.
1: I feel like a lot of people who uh, have... Because like, here in Utah, you'll find them everywhere. Ex-Mormons. People who hate the who church. Who wear it on their sleeve. Yep. Who are like... And I think... Yeah, the ch- church itself has insult, like, this really kind of insular community, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times, I think I hear com- people complaining, like, it's so, like, the, they're just looking to kick people out, but it's, like, it's really hard to just even get in.
0: It is, yeah. It's,
1: so, I don't know, but, like, I don't hold anything against it, Uh because... It didn't really set me back. I mean, it did set me back now that I think about it right then.
0: Absolutely, it did.
1: But that's not like, that's just who I am. I can't, if I get mad at it, it's not going to, it's just going to waste my time. Sure. And it's who I am. Like, I'm this goofy, funny guy because of that weird core. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people in Utah are super unique that grew up in the church and left. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just a, you become a different kind of person. Oh
0: yeah, I think in a it's way you bad. live you live like a second life. If you don't hold grudges, then it's almost like you're re-experiencing the world through a new lens, while also being awake about that one, about religion and the truth of religion, you know, and how it's just some weird organization that's so trying to. A
1: bunch of people got together and yep. they have their weird rules. Yep, and I'm not even like hurt too much about the politics. You... I am. I mean, the politics suck, but then it's, to me, did you ever, I think there's some videos that recently got leaked.
0: About the guy wearing the hidden camera when yeah. he goes to the celestial room? Yeah. yeah, and
1: that was, I only watched a little bit about it, but the vibe I got from it was really interesting because I'm like, oh, it's just like a bunch of old senile men mm-hmm. who don't really, like, yeah, of course the church is going to have dated politics because it's run by 80-year-old dudes mm-hmm. that back in the 1950s, they're like, yeah, inter, interracial marriage, no deal. Like, get those yeah. homos out of here. Like, that. Yeah. Yeah. of course. So it makes sense why some of the they, the policies are late to be adopted. Mm-hmm. But even uh, the LDS Church adopts those policies as late as they do,
0: as opposed <sighs> to You're other. We're trying. I mean, when did they allow? Um, what was it in the 80s? They let. I think um, it was
1: the late 70s. Blacks priesthood. Yep. Yep. But, but women still know. They uh, and I know.
0: It's a hard no. It's fine. We know. Yeah, that's we a, know they're sexist. It's fine. It's just are. a part of it.
1: Remember, it's led by a bunch of eighty-year-old white dudes. Yeah,
0: again, we right. have to remember that. It's it's just so fucking tough.
1: So that's why I don't blame them. I'm like, yeah, you're run by eighty-year-old dudes. But, but it just
0: sucks that they have so much control. Yeah. Legally.
1: Poli- like in this in this cool uh, geographic area.
0: Yeah. Well, even even so, during Prop 8, they were dumping money into California. They just need, you know, they need to just fucking separation of church and state has gone out the fucking window and that pisses me off. That's my, that's my thing with religion because I identify as a Satanist, but non-theistic. So I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Satan. I believe in Satan as the visual representation and verbal representation of rebellion against religion. And I think you have the right to have religion. You do. Yeah, everyone In does. this country. It's like a
1: personal freedom.
0: You Absolutely. But the moment your religion starts interfering with the law, that's when it has to stop.
1: Well, that's when uh, I think it's people, they're like, I have the right to my religion. And that's why I say it's a personal freedom because mm-hmm. they don't understand. You're not thinking about other people's personal yes. freedoms. Yes, and when your personal freedom step on other people's, mm-hmm. that's where it gets problematic, yeah, so, and
0: that's where we are. We find ourselves here in this weird like weird version of church and state being very gray, you yeah, know in Utah, but yeah. that's what
1: makes it fun too,
0: sure, I mean, if you're into that the
1: rebellion the uh
0: the rebellion, for sure, you get people like you,
1: am I a rebel?
0: I think so, in a weird way
1: in. Uh, I'm rebelling from everyone.
0: In that you still cling on to these traditional LDS values. Like what? You want to have a relationship with someone, marry someone, have children. Is that LDS? Now, sure, yeah. I think now it's like the hip thing to be like, I'm not having kids. I have an open marriage. And you're like, nope. I want emotional sex only.
1: That's because... have you had emotional sex?
0: It's great. <laughs>
1: when you're emotionally connected to someone.
0: Yeah, sure. But those I one mean, night
1: stands, they're not as fun. I, you don't come as hard.
0: Says who? Says you. It
1: says me. I mean, <laughs> and there, there's different strokes. If you are a one night stand person, you're living in a golden age.
0: You are. It's Good very true. It is very true. But you I really do think that a lot of what you grew up on being raised LDS follows you
1: do you think i'm gonna like have a mental breakdown in like uh the next six weeks and like have to come to terms with it all or
0: i think so i hope so that'd be fun i hope you do
1: we'll see how it all works i'm liking it so far i mean i'm (laughs) my weird unique goofball self
0: i do i love you i and i think all of our everyone we hang out with does everyone hopes for you to show up because you are this unique personality of awkward and funny and Oh
1: awkward. Do you think that hurts me in the dating <laughs> game?
0: <laughs> the like funny awkward. Oh. And and then you like weirdly know everyone and are easy to talk to as well. So it's like you just f- you fit in anywhere you go and so you're great to have around. I
1: don't know. I mean, thank you. You're welcome. Everybody add me on Facebook. I'm easy to be friend allegedly.
0: You're weird to follow on Instagram, though, because you post shit and then delete it like a fucking weirdo.
1: No, I restarted my Instagram.
0: You restarted it? Yeah. Why did you restart it?
1: Uh, because I was following too many people that I didn't know.
0: But you were following 300 people.
1: No, on Instagram, I was following, I don't know how many people. It was a lot, and I didn't care. Instagram's like the worst uh, social media for your mental health, because it's like the uh one where everyone's the most phony like Mm -hmm. it's the absolute best parts of their life yeah so i don't like it
0: i don't i always post my depressing shit online
1: on instagram
0: yeah on instagram on facebook on especially twitter i like twitter i
1: think is the one where people are the most real that's why twitter is my favorite yeah
0: you're great on twitter you can be
1: a monster on twitter it's kind of like you can twitter has its own i like twitter because it keeps the uh, like our grandparents off by being just complicated enough. Yes. The learning curve, cl- the learning curve is just there mm-hmm. that it keeps people away, and yes. so you you can be like crazy and just unique. And everyone, the culture of Twitter is just funny. It's yeah. meant to be funny, and that's why I like it. Where yeah. Facebook is more, everyone's political and yelling at each other.
0: I think Facebook is more family.
1: Yeah, it's your family members trying to be political and argue. Yeah, true. Where it's yeah. not. It's not fun. It's like, hey, check out these camping photos where Twitter is just people making jokes all the time and retweeting the best shit.
0: Yeah, like the best little, like, I guess you could call it a meme on Twitter is like me on Facebook and it's someone like thumbs up happy and then it's like me on Twitter and it's them like writing a suicide note.
1: Yeah, and I think I'm trying to bring some of my Twitter to Facebook. I can't imagine how I haven't offended a lot of my family.
0: I don't, I... You know, you're not doing a good enough job because I don't remember anything from Facebook that you've posted, but I remember a lot of your Twitter so art.
1: Art? Would you call it art?
0: Absolutely. You've got to make it fit in how many characters?
1: Uh 30, the less the better. 36. People don't have people don't have an attention span for 140 characters.
0: Yeah, I know, man. I thought I put out one of my best tweets today and no one liked it, but I post a picture of me and underwear and everyone's all about it.
1: Oh well. Man, work with what you got I don't have a <laughs> I don't have a nice butt to show off so I gotta write funny shit
0: how do you know you don't you've never posted it so how, how are you supposed to know
1: uh, I'm too modest <laughs> modest is hottest
0: <laughs> is it though really
1: It's how it's ingrained into my soul
0: I I have a hard <laughs> time with that cause then you got the girls walking around with uh, you know a sleeved shirt on but a spaghetti strap over it and I don't think that's hot at all
1: what about the uh, there's always the girl at the strip club who is? She's the bartender, so she's wearing the most clothes. Mm-hmm. You always want to see her strip the most,
0: because <laughs> all the never. other girls
1: are stripping. And they're like, yeah, I see it, but what about the girl behind? What I is she? Never. What secrets is she hiding?
0: I, none that are worth telling.
1: I don't know. Maybe I know. I mean,
0: when's the last time you went to a strip club?
1: Probably. Um, it was with Shane. Uh, that doesn't surprise we me. We go. We try and bring. I think it was maybe for Amra. Amra's birthday and something else combined.
0: Amra, who is another local comedian.
1: Amra, one of the, the probably one of the funniest people in the local Salt Lake comedy scene. You should follow her. Um, we, yeah, it's cool when we go to the strip club because I feel like the strippers are grateful because we bring a bunch of comics and it's. Instead of the regular crowd of like creeps, uh, like
0: it's comedy creeps who also want to touch them inappropriately. But
1: we're like making jokes and sitting up front and owning it. Yeah. Where I'm saying True. the normal people are like eyeballing them from the back of the room, slurping
0: and, like, on a wing from the fucking buffet in the back.
1: Yeah, trying to like, uh, not I don't know they like they're still ashamed. You just gotta own it if you go to a strip club. I you agree. You have to have fun. Yep. Just be like, I. The strippers want to have fun. They want your money. You mm. want to give them your money.
0: And you want to have fun.
1: Yeah. Also bring girls. It helps.
0: It does. I love, everyone loves going to the strip club with me because immediately, like, uh, there's a certain level of camaraderie. Like, we're all in it together. We're it, all friends. It's we're It's kind of like,
1: oh, these guys, it's like everything with girls. If a girl sees you with another girl. It's a buffer. You're like, oh, he's not a creep who doesn't yeah. get along with girls. Yeah, I think I don't project that enough.
0: You don't. You need to.
1: Shane's always telling people how I should advertise my motorcycle more. You should. That uh, I have one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That I I get along with ladies.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Your motorcycle alone? Do you wait? Do you have a dating profile like Tinder? Or, yeah. Or, what are you on?
1: I'm on Tinder.
0: What else? That's about it. You're not on like um. Bumble or Plenty of Fish. No, or?
1: um I probably have a Plenty of Fish account that's way old. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I had OK Cupid, but that that's, is the worst. That's
0: what I was gonna say. OK Cupid is probably why you're struggling. No,
1: I, that was do years you sl- ago. Do you
0: slay on OK Cupid?
1: No, absolutely not. <laughs> I would be. I say like weird, goofy, personal stuff, like trying to make a joke on everyone's pro- uh, profile, mm-hmm. and then um I've had like SJWs. Not. <clears throat> Not that I want to use that term, but like hardcore, like just purple hair. I mean, I'm going to offend all your crowd. I don't know. I had like very militant feminist women be like who do you think you are i'm like i don't know opening line on a dating thing like and she i wish i could find the screenshots like it was probably me just being like hey cute boots what do you like want to go out sometime or oh and like i just said the wrong word that triggered her and (sighs) i didn't back down and but i didn't say anything mean
0: you know what it's like you need like an extreme home makeover but for your dating profile
1: probably i mean lots of girls have said i have you want to go through it right now live
0: sure yeah i would love to what's first of all what's your uh profile picture oh it's with a with a cat see that's your problem you need a dog
1: oh really
0: first first thing wrong with Max's profile picture it's a it's a fun photo of you you don't look weird you look almost muscular in this photo thank
1: you that's why that one's recent yeah i'm the most muscular i've ever been yeah it's showing i don't it's know if you can showing. tell from the, the, the there was a cut in the podcast earlier if you are keen of ear i did five pull-ups in between so i probably sound stronger right now
0: (laughs) yes yes that's exactly it so you were on the right track by putting an animal in your first picture that people see on tinder but you fucked up by putting a cat no
1: one likes cats people
0: don't trust men with cats
1: all right i gotta let me go over and pick up your husky above my head oh huskies
0: absolute in see dash is a 50 50 because people have weird people have weird things about guys and small dogs if you took a like candid photo but it's clearly planned of like you looking off and you've got both of my huskies next to you you're set for life there you go you're set for life i think we'll have to schedule a photo shoot for that.
1: well just re it's the whole makeover
0: it is the second photo you've got a girl forcing you to smile Girls don't like it when you have other girls in, their pro- in your really? pictures. Absolutely. I thought we were just
1: talking about how you need the primer.
0: You would have to have a group of people mixed in, guys and girls, making it look like you're a fun person like to be around. 65%
1: girls? Yeah, I 35 would say. 35% guys? But is that a good ratio?
0: Two people in the photo, a guy and a girl, and the girl is being affectionate with you. That's immediate. Like, is that his girlfriend? Cause he, can he not get over her? Why is that picture on here? I like
1: it because it's a girl touching my face. <laughs> So subconsciously, I wanted to project like, oh, I don't have a gross face. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can touch my face. People
0: want to touch. See, so we've got the first one. You've got to replace it with the dog. Second one, you need to have a group photo Kay. showing you having fun.
1: That's, but it that can't won't be. Won't exist.
0: I will stage you've it. See,
1: you've seen me in stage groups. Stage it.
0: I'll send out like a message to the like modeling pages and we'll try to make something happen. Third picture is another photo of you with a different cat. So now you're a crazy cat man.
1: <laughs> What's but,
0: that doing for you? Uh,
1: I Nothing, don't know. clearly. How come I'm not bringing in all the crazy cat ladies.
0: Because they don't want you. They've they, got too they, so many they, cats. Okay. What are you going to do? 10 cats plus cats? 10 cats. And your fourth picture What's is that a taxidermied goat head? Yeah. That's your next problem.
1: It's not a good picture, but whatever. I'm, it's not a good picture. I'm just trying anything right now.
0: And then the fifth picture is a faraway photo of you on your motorcycle.
1: Should I have one up close of me holding a Husky with like two girls in the yes. sidecar?
0: Yes. Well, well, let's get on that. We'll have to stage this. It's, you know, is your bio in here too? Here we go. Yeah, let's read it. Read it out loud. <clears throat> About Mac... Let me be your Splenda daddy, and you did do the like
1: registered trademark
0: registered trademark sign next to Splenda, which attention Splenda to detail appreciates. Um, so let me be your Splenda daddy. Let's dissect that. So you're immediately telling people I'm funny and I'm poor.
1: Yeah, not poor, but I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much on you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay.
1: I'm a good alternative to sugar daddies. Like I'm not. A, I'm not rolling in the dough, but I'm not.
0: But you're not, like, struggling.
1: Yeah. I'm average. It's Splenda.
0: Splenda sucks, but that's just me. Um, hey. Just on here to find someone to sponsor my green card so I don't get deported again. <laughs> I like that part.
1: Yeah, I don't... I don't.
0: But you don't... Um,
1: Am I too tan to put that?
0: I don't think you're tan enough to put that. Okay. Um,
1: I think that's the thing I get really racial in my comedy. And it, sometimes it gets weird, but it doesn't. Because it's I don't... also my strength.
0: I I agree that it's also your strength, but it's weird because depending on the season, you lighten up a lot.
1: Yeah. So I've, I can get like you can get dark Indian black, mm-hmm, and I can be pretty pale passable too.
0: white. You know, it's weird. So you fluctuate on the like, what is he? So I mean, that could I've had, probably
1: I've had everyone from every race ask if I was from their race.
0: I bet. So even Koreans.
1: Not a lot of Asians, but a lot of Middle Easterns, Indians, a lot of Hispanic people, Mm -hmm. Mexico. Like
0: right now, you are on the verge of Middle Eastern. Thank you. Is it because I haven't
1: shaved in a little bit?
0: It's um, your dark leg hair showing and your skin is just the right amount of like tan.
1: So if there's any girls who are like, (laughs) don't know if they want a white guy or a dark guy, you can have it all.
0: You are the mix of that. Um. Okay. So we've got the green card. I can butt chug an entire gallon of milk in less than an hour. Okay.
1: Is that not? That's like a skill? where y-
0: that's where you're going to throw people off. I would think that's hilarious. Eighty-eight percent of the other women on Tinder, they're out because now you you sound kind of broy. Like I'm going to make jokes the whole time we hang out because I don't have a personality. That I is mean, what I do. But though. I that is. I'm not. I, solid. I, You're not telling a (laughs) lie.
1: No, that's why it's by that. I'm not like trying to put on something I'm not.
0: Mm -hmm. I feel like we've just got punchline after punchline after punchline. Too funny. It's too much. It's like they clearly know you spent like seven hours editing this in like a notepad trying to work something out, I would say.
1: If I spent seven hours, I'd probably have a date by now.
0: (laughs) And then we end on. If you can't handle me at my best, you don't deserve me at my ultimate super best. There you go. That's a bad... I don't like... That's the worst joke out of all of this.
1: That got love on Twitter. (laughs) But, again, what do I know?
0: But on Twitter, sure, that is a little piece. But all together, because the first three are pretty solid. And that's why you could just keep one of those three and then actually talk about some other stuff. So, I mean...
1: Whatever. I I
0: kind of think it's weird because in your bio, it's like I'm trying too hard, but your pictures say I don't care at all.
1: That's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) I try, but I don't.
0: (laughs) And then your work as chief financial officer at Enron. Is that real?
1: Do you remember Enron?
0: No. What's Enron? You're showing
1: your age. Enron was that financial company that went under because uh, they were mismanaging all of they lied about everything all just the update that to say
0: bank of america or whatever you know is it was like current. five years before then um my anthem fun happens late by Dave tell
1: oh yeah i got a comedy
0: and then you said don't show my age make my distance invisible
1: what does it say that yeah i didn't mean to check those uncheck those right now okay show my age
0: um so that's max dating profile
1: needs an update
0: it does need an update it needs a serious facelift
1: If you got any ideas, add me on Facebook and message me.
0: I think we should start something in the group. I think we should take your bio, put it in the Freaky Geeks group, and have everyone help you revise it. The photos, that's going to be a journey, but we can work on the bio. Yeah,
1: you never invite me to your photo shoots.
0: Sorry. You've got pictures with many cats and girls touching your face and faraway photos of a yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, I need
1: uh, burlesque girls touching my face.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least it shows you have a good time. <laughs> there's there's a few things you cannot do in a profile photo. What are those? Um, yeah. Pose with, like, a tiger or a lion clearly overseas, like, showing that you traveled or showing off the fish that you caught or any sort of, like... Uh, dead deer, or whatever, like anything super broy like that,
1: but I like when a girl has like a hunting picture, but I'm not against guns, <laughs> so it, again, it's like yeah. they they're filtering who they they're gonna reject eighty percent, but then those twenty percent they're gonna yeah. like more.
0: uh, you know, you're so close to being all right on tinder, but then you just yeah, you get kill it real quick. The girl touching her face—that I'm like—gonna delete that photo right now. Delete it. We it's not find, doing you any favors ones. as we're fucking sitting here right now.
1: But that's you. What if uh, we, we need to set it up in the group? I represent.
0: I. We should. I'm really curious to see what other people think. I think everyone's gonna agree with me because 99% of the time I am right. I was actually gonna offer this service as one of our Patreon things. I will edit your dating profiles, Ooh. and if you don't increase the amount of matches you get. Well, and nothing will happen. But
1: mine is easy. <laughs> like you have only up to, you can only move up. I mean, true. From nothing. Do you say yes to everyone? No.
0: See, that's the other thing.
1: Why would I say yes to everyone? I don't know. Tyler I don't wanna, did I don't He found me. People on.
0: <laughs> but then you just don't talk to him.
1: That's rude. You know what? That hurts people's feelings. Your emotions feelings.
0: are getting in the way. We've got to just redo this and make you a new thing. I'm deleting the second photo of a cat because people can't know that you have many cats. That's a fucking problem that, you know, I bet right now, just even with these three photos uploaded, you'll do better.
1: We'll see. Start sniping.
0: I'm going to also get rid of this last line and watch you. Watch you just flourish just off of this alone. All right. So yeah, Mac, I hope that this episode brings you new love, or at least you're able to find some on Tinder that don't think you're a crazy cat man.
1: I mean, I am a picky misanthrope
0: which is, you know. It doesn't do me any favors. It doesn't. It's not but helping when, you at all.
1: when I do find someone I like,
0: you become obsessed with them while also simultaneously pushing them away.
1: Is that how that works? I guess. <laughs> you tell me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for doing this episode with me.
1: Thanks for listening to me and getting personal like why would any why why does anyone want to listen to this?
0: i would because i think i mean this this i could probably not say this on record but it's fine people are used to the funny man mac they're used to the guy who says offensive jokes that makes a crowd turn within two seconds oh they
1: want to know where that pain comes from yeah and now you know
0: and now we kind of know you're still this enigma exactly but i think we're getting there i think next time in if your you therapy dated session me,
1: listener <laughs> out there i know you're listening you could actually get to know my real pain. Yeah. And what makes what brings out the funny?
0: I mean, isn't that the whole trope of comedy? Is that the reason why you're funny? Is that's a hack
1: trope, but it is.
0: It's it's the truth, you know. It's fine. Your life is so mediocre and boring. You have to be sad about it and angry. So that's why you're <laughs> funny.
1: <laughs> and on that note,
0: <laughs> thank, you. thank you. And for uh, wait, when it, are you? Do you have any shows coming up? Um. You Let do shit on Thursday. Sniff
1: right in the microphone. Uh, I'm on shows. Just follow me. I that I got nothing coming up. I guess I got a Dungeons & Comedy show coming up on the next Thursday, whenever this comes out, if you listen right on Monday morning. It'll be June 29th. And then there's a roast battle, I think. What? Me versus BMO. <gasps> and it's going to be a bunch of local comics.
0: Are you kidding me? Okay, we'll put the details of that in the intro because... Our listeners do go to Dungeons and Comedy, and they know of BMO and you, so it's right up the alley.
1: And then if you go to any show Shane's on, I'm probably in the crowd, or sometimes I'm on those. Sometimes. So I'm just around, wise guys. Hell yeah. If there's Salt Lake Comedy, I'm somewhere.
0: Keep an eye out.
1: All right. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks. You can end it now. (laughs) 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 Keep that on. Hi, my name is Rachel, and I am here today because the Mandalay Bandit saved my life and changed it for the better.